Welcome back, one and all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs, cats, of all shapes, sizes, and colors. Thank you guys for coming back to another episode of the Infinity Film Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Roderick Liptrot. We're recording on a Saturday morning, so as you know, Ben's probably still tired. And our <laughs> guest today, Mr. Tyler Beckett, it's 9.30 where he, or quarter to 10 where he is, so it's so, he's, he's still, he's still sleeping. But he's here. He's here. And uh, I'm glad our good buddy Tyler was able to join us. How are you, my friend? Uh, Good. I don't drink coffee, so you're torturing me. But glad to be here. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome, Tyler. Hey, I'm, a, I'm not a coffee drinker either. But that's why Maybe. I have Chick-fil-A breakfast, Coke Zero. Ooh, nice. A great start to the day. I'm not a coffee guy either. That's pretty funny. All right. Yeah. New name for the podcast. <laughs> no coffee drinkers. Sponsored by the Infinity Film Podcast. Perfect. Drop that beat, Ben. No, I'm kidding. Not yet. But, guys, it's still April, but the summer movie season is just around the corner. And, Ben, this is probably the most anticipated summer movie season in quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've got been... adventurers coming back. We've got one more ride with our favorite guardians in space. Mm-hmm. We got a new Nolan movie where he might literally blow up everything. Um, Barbie is coming to town. It's, it's, a, it's a good summer. We got a Pixar movie in theaters, so we're going to talk about it all, Ben. It's a oh, and of course, Ben. What kind of summer movie season would it be if we weren't with our family? Family at the movies. At the movies. That was good. I like that. That's the movies. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about it all. But first, man, we got some news. Ooh. We have some news, Ben, about that. Not really breaking, but... You know, for a Saturday morning, Ben, that was the most energized I've ever seen Ben. Impressed. Let's go. Okay, now he's back. All right, so, Star Wars Celebration is currently going... Well, not currently, as you guys are listening to this, but it happened. It's the thing. Gone down in Europe, and... I woke up, Ben, it was like 6.30, I think I woke up that morning. Well, and I was like, "Why well, you know me? I'm an early riser anyway." So I got up around six thirty. But you know, I'm not like when I get up, then I'm not really out of bed yet. You know, at six thirty, I'm still in bed. You know, dig around on my phone, whatever, watch TV, come on Sports Center, see what's going on. So I'm on my phone, going on YouTube, and I see Star Wars Celebration. Um, you know, highlight stuff. I was like, "Oh wait, that is today." It chose a weird time to have it over Easter week, and that's a, that that was that's still odd to me. Yeah. But Star Wars Celebration is here, or happened, and they dropped a whole lot of stuff. And I was excited. I still am excited about some of these things. But I guarantee you one of these things is getting canned. So I don't know which one it's going to be. But I think there's room for optimism that all these projects still could happen, guys. I think there is room for optimism that all these things could happen. One, because uh, I don't think Kathleen Kennedy's going to be around that much longer. Um, job job wise, job wise, yeah, yeah. Because I, I apparently I think she's already going to get canned after uh, May the fourth. Ben, there's a lot of good, neat little nuggets that dropped during uh, almost a Comic Con during Star Wars Celebration. It yes. felt like Comic Con. Kathleen Kennedy bit, said, yeah. "I woke up. My name is Kevin Feige. Let me just drop all these bombs on you one by one by one." They even dropped their whole little, you know. 
a span of eras. You know, they got the you know the Dawn of the Jedi. And, yeah. Uh, hold on, let me see what we got here. The New Republic, High Republic, Rise of the Empire. I mean, like all all this stuff. And I was like, okay, no one no one really cares about that stuff. No one's gonna remember this stuff in about five minutes. <laughs> but I want to quickly, guys, go through the stuff that was announced, and then you guys will tell me which one intrigues you the most. Okay. So let's start out with this. Ahsoka, that is coming out in August. We had a feeling it's probably going to be around that August, September-ish time frame, given that Mando was, you know, still wrapping up. So we've got Ahsoka coming out in August. We got that first trailer, a lot of really good trailer. I thought we have our director lineup for Star Wars Skeleton Crew bed, which includes the likes of John Watts, David Lowry, the Daniels, Jake Schreer, uh, Schreer, Schreer, something like that. I don't know. The GOAT of Star Wars uh, directing, Bryce Dallas Howard, and, uh, well, except for this last episode of Mandalorian, and Lee Isaac Chung. So, that's our uh, that's our lineup for the Skeleton Crew. Yay! A very, very impressive lineup mm-hmm. for Star Wars Skeleton Crew, which is actually, gentlemen, getting released this year as well. Dave Filoni said, I want a crack at the Avengers, and Disney said, nah, screw you. You're not getting your little crack at the Avengers, so you can have the Mandoverse. So, he was gonna he's gonna direct his first Star Wars film. That's gonna culminate from all these live action shows. So probably we're probably gonna see Man Boba come back, Boba Fett, Mando, Grogu, Bo Katan, and Ahsoka. So we're gonna see all those guys in a, in a culmination event that'll probably end up with Din Djarin's death. I'm just got a feeling it's gonna probably end with him dying. But that's just me. But I am glad that there's gonna be some sort of end in sight. I remember last year, but I think Favreau, someone at Star Wars. On Star Wars, I was like, I don't really see an end in sight for this. This is the all along. Yeah. I was like, no, oh, no, 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 no. And season three is exactly why. So um, that happened. That dropped. This is going to get Ben excited. James Mangold is directing a Star Wars film about yeah. the first Jedi described as a biblical epic, which sounds awesome. <laughs> when will that get released? Who knows? But it's happening. And then Charmaine Obaya Chinoy, at least I can pronounce her name, is directing a Star Wars film establishing the new order of the Jedi. And it's set 15 years after the events of the rise of Skywalker. Thank you, God. But Ben, not only is she directing that movie, she's bringing back an old friend. She's bringing back Daisy Ridley. Babu Frick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Daisy Ridley. Yeah, yeah, Babu. Yes. Probably will show up in one of these things. But Daisy Ridley is returning as Ray for the movie. So will this be a new trilogy of films for Ray? Who knows? We're getting Ray back for at least one more film, which was probably the big bombshell of the day, Ben, or the big news drop of that whole panel. Yeah. Was that Daisy Ridley was coming back? Which, because I thought, I mean, you and I have talked about before, like, I don't think anyone's coming back. They all kind of left on pretty bad terms. But if anyone were to come back, it was probably going to be her because she, you know, has the most story they can kind of continue on with. You know, there's not much more they can do with Poe and uh, Jonathan or John Boyega wants nothing to do with Star Wars anymore. So I I think he's all franchised out, or at least Star Wars out. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. And he pulls a John Watts. Oh, I don't want to do franchises. Two weeks later, I'm joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, yeah. I'm, look, I, look, man. It's a business. And you still got to make money. 
Uh, indie films aren't going to pay the, pay the bills. Well, they could, depending on what kind of indie film you're in. But Dial of Destiny, good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, see yeah. what I did there. Yeah, no, okay. So, gentlemen, that's all this, the big Star Wars news. So, Tyler, I'm going to go to you first. Which bombshell impress or impress? Not wrong. I'm not maybe not impressed, but intrigues you, excites you the most. Of everything that was announced at that big Lucasfilm fan. Oh, sorry, Ben. Indiana Jones did get a, tra- a poster and a trailer, by the way. Yep, I did set up the segue weird. there, but whatever. No, it just felt okay. weird because, like, you, <laughs> yeah, you mentioned yeah. that, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Indiana Jones. Now I was like, oh, wait, yeah, they did. Because, like, talk about Star Wars, and they're going to go in and talk about Indiana Jones. I was like, what yeah. the hell? No, that's that going to be its own random. day or its own separate panel. Like, today would have been a good day for it, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Tyler, going back to you. Not to steal a spotlight from you. Okay, you just uh, drove the Segway and, qu- and crashed it. Um, but uh, all of it. All, all of it excited it. you. Okay. All of it. You know, just hear Star Wars, hear my veins, shove it right in there. The people That's can't see your veins. It. I'm sorry. Um, so good. But... Uh, no, I'm excited for all of it. Uh, a lot of it is uh, there's a lot to be excited for. I think it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. Um, none of it is, you know, a bummer or anything. There's, uh, you know, they're focusing on multiple eras now, so that's nice. Uh, they also confirmed that they are open to doing stuff in the Old Republic. So, you know, I've, you know, I think it's just a good kind of nod to um a bunch of star wars fans who are actually star wars fans not the fake ones that are too talkative um that uh you know there's a lot of stuff coming and there's a lot of possibilities and uh there's a lot to be excited for in that uh regard um you know i just rewatched miss marvel so i'm excited for obed chinoy's stuff because she directed a couple of episodes there uh a lot of emotional episodes there so i can only imagine um a huge fun time uh watching that stuff with ray um i hope they bring back finn for that um but otherwise i mean um i've been wanting to see the beginning of the jedi for a while so james mangold you know have at it all right thank you Todd. i'm glad you mentioned uh the director I'm just gonna call it Janae for for you know so I don't butcher her name or anything. But she, you mentioned something Tyler that that was a really good point. She probably directed two of the more emotional episodes of Miss Marvel, which probably was got her line to at least maybe you know have a chance that at directing a Star Wars film. I wasn't a big fan of episode. I think it was four she did first and then five. I did like episode five a lot. But episode four, you know, I I I enjoyed it more than when I go back and rewatch Miss Marvel, but still not my favorite. But she definitely has potential in terms of directing a, a a big blockbuster like Star Wars. So I'm curious to see what she does. I'm very curious too if Bryce Dallas Howard wasn't offered anything in terms of film. I'm curious if they offered her and she just turned it down. I'm 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 interested by that. I'm I my interest in that uh, little development there. I'm curious. It could just be curious. just not 
announced yet because we also didn't hear anything about Taika. I think they're trying to hide that thing as much as possible. I don't think that that script is nearly as done uh, as we might think. So, and Taika's trying to be in his own movie too, and I don't know if Disney wants it or not, so uh, we're going to have to wait and see on that one. But you're right, Tyler. You are correct. I think there's more stuff to be announced maybe at Comic-Con this year. Who knows? But we'll have to wait and see. So, Ben, yes, I'm putting you on the spot as you're readjusting. Yes, so my most anticipated, uh, or most excited, would be the uh, James Mangold feature. And not just because of his name um, attached to it, but the uh, Dawn of the Jedi going back real far. I'm really excited about all new stories and characters and stuff. Um, and biblical epic, like you said, that they, uh, that, that quote they said, um, yeah, super excited for that. And my, uh, friend, Michael Boone, who's been on the show before is a huge star Wars guy. And he's been talking about one stuff from that era, uh, for a while too. So I know he's real excited about everything, but particularly that, um, and then, yeah, bringing Ray back is, is cool. Uh, I'm excited for that too, and where they'll go forward. If she, I guess she'll be a mentor type, and they'll have other. She'll be training others, I guess, but but still be a main character. I don't know. Interesting to see where they go with that. But the main gold things, my my main anticipated. And mine is Ahsoka. I loved that trailer. That trailer was awesome. I love Rosario Dawson in this role. Tyler, I, I know Ben hasn't watched Rebels. But have you watched any Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, Tyler? Is that even a question? Of course. Yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, of course. Um, I love uh, I love that show. That show is underrated on the I agree. large scale of things. Um, that show does not get a, enough love. And... Um, well, it's, it's getting love here in the Soka because that's basically kind of like a yeah, situation of Rebels. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to make this shit happen. This you watch. Um, no, I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see Hera and Sabine uh, get their stuff going. I, I can't wait until the majority of people meet uh, the deadliest person ever in Star Wars to have ever existed, which is Chopper. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they're not ready for Chopper. I, I'm curious <laughs> where the end goal here is, Tyler. I mean, it's probably, it's all, all roads seem like it's leading to Thrawn. I'm just, I'm curious though, you know, if this is just going to be like a miniseries, a one-time thing like Obi-Wan was, or no, we're going to get two or three seasons. You got to remember though. This is Filoni's baby. She's Filoni's baby. She's popped in and everything he's been a part of. If he can make it happen, he's going to make it happen. And I think there's a possibility for season two. Because um, it's open-ended. And that movie, which more than likely will be dubbed Heir of the Empire. Mm. Talking about Filoni's movie, right? Yep. Okay. Um, you know, that is just going to be one little part of Ahsoka's, Ahsoka's story, and it's not just going to be a one-off. I feel like Kenobi 
can be a one-off because there's a lot already made from him, and there's just little that he could do based off what's already established in the canon um, for Kenobi. Um, but for Ahsoka, it is open-ended. Uh, the New Republic era is open-ended. There's so much that can happen, and you know, by the looks of it in the trailer, it doesn't even seem like Thrawn is even the baddie in that season. Um, it's like two other characters. Yeah, you so. got Ray Stevenson, and uh, I forgot the other person, but Ray Stevenson is playing one of the one of the bad one of the baddies. So, Stag. Uh, okay. All right, so yeah, I'm looking forward to Ahsoka. It's coming out in August. So I'm probably gonna rewatch all the Rebels this this summer. I usually we watch a couple of things over the summer. I'm probably gonna Rebels will probably be one of them because I haven't gone back to rewatch any of that since it ended. So I'm, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do that this summer. It's gonna be one of my one of my rewatches. Well, it's gonna be a lot easier than Clone Wars. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I have no intent on going back and finishing Clone Wars. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. But. Also, some some news that came out, actually came out today. Return of the Jedi is coming back in theaters for a weekend, April 28th, to celebrate its 40th anniversary. They actually released a pretty cool poster I'm looking at right now here. Pretty cool. So I hope they kind of throw those posters out when we go to the movie. So getting some cool re-releases this month. we got Return of the King coming out next week and the week after. I think my plan is to go on the 19th. And then we have... Return of the Jedi on the 28th. So it's, it's a lot of a lot of cool re-releases. And then also, it looks like this just dropped about... Oh, this, this was four hours ago. But the directors of Ahsoka, of course, we got Dave Filoni, Peter Ramsey, Steph Green, Rick Famuyiwa, Gita Patel, and Jennifer Getzinger are directing the ep- episodes of, of Ahsoka. So... Peter Ramsey sounds really familiar. I don't know why that name. I I don't know why that name sounds familiar. Spider Verse. That's what it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was like Peter Ramsey. Who? Thank you, Tyler. All right. So, Ben, it's time for you to drop that beat. When we get back, it's time on to throw on the bathing suits, kids. Time to time to put on the swim trunks. Get the towels ready. Get the coolers full with the alcohol. Get the volleyballs ready. Sandals, flip flops, Crocs. If we weren't, I don't know. Crocs are back. I've been seeing people wearing Crocs lately. I don't know why Crocs are back. Crocs are lame. You know what though? I, I, I. If you wear Crocs, I'm good for you. But Crocs are lame because it's summer movie season time, guys. So we'll be back after Ben drops his beat. All right, we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the third year in a row we are doing this, our little summer movie season preview. It's a couple weeks early. Usually we, we do these at the beginning of May, but you know we've got some MCU stuff we're going to be doing in the beginning of the month. So what better time than now? We'll probably be one of the first ones to get our little summer movie uh, season preview, whatever, started or out there. So we hope you guys enjoy this. A lot of good stuff coming out this summer. But there's also room for disappointment. There is also room for disappointment, so we're gonna we're gonna break all that down too. But Ben, when we flash back to last year, I think when we because we had I think it was Jacob and Darren wrong last year, last year's episode. Uh, I think all of us have the same number one 
pretty sure, which was Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Man. I think no, I think Jacob was the only one. He had Jurassic World Dominion as his number one. And we all said though that the highest grossing movie of the summer would be Jurassic World Dominion. And we were wrong. I don't think anyone expected Talca Maverick to be the king of the summer. Yeah. And holy crap. That just blew away the competition. Well, Tava, you weren't on the episode. You don't count. You know, that doesn't that doesn't count. You weren't there. Freaking Tom Cruise, you idiots. It's Jurassic Park. See, he could oh okay. <laughs> Tom Cruise would ride a dinosaur, and that would be the movie. And it would make money. And it you would know, be Tom because Tom Cruise, Cruise the way, like, not oh, the boy. dinosaur. Let's build a time machine. Go back in time. Let me ride a dinosaur. And all the, the Tom Cruise would do something stupid like that. But anyway, <laughs> once Tom Cruise going to space, is that still happening? Is he, yeah. he's, he's shooting a movie in space. Oh, yeah, that's happening. You know, I, I'm just waiting for Edge Tomorrow 2 to come out or live that repeat to or repeat. <laughs> I live. I don't know what they're going to call this next one, Ben. But it needs to happen. Mainly yeah, it would be cool. But it needs to happen. So anyway, yeah. Ben, when you look back at last summer, did it, did it live up to your expectations last summer movie season? I had a good summer movie season. I enjoyed it quite a bit, but uh, there were still some some duds, some disappointments in there. So, like you were saying before, I hope this one Ups the ante even more. And uh yeah, I'm really excited for this one. Now Tyler, I know you weren't on the episode last year, but did, did summer twenty twenty two disappoint you or did it live up to your expectations? Um I don't know if I really had any expectations. It was just kind of like a thing where um there, you know, movies come out and if I'm excited, I'm excited. I don't know. It's just I don't know if the season is as of a thing for me, but um, as a whole, um, there there were definitely some good movies to see that year. Um, and I mean, at the end of it, I feel like, you know, while this year, March had a lot of fun action films, mm-hmm. uh, Summers is another time for it. So I'm here for it either way. All right. So, gentlemen. First, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to break this down into a couple of different categories. Of course, we're going to share our top five most anticipated this summer. That'll be the last thing we talk about. But we're also going to talk about what will be the highest grossing film of the summer, what has a chance to be the most surprising film of the summer, and what will be the most disappointing film of the summer or films. We'll have to wait and see what the guys have come up with. So, without further ado, we're going to talk, we're going to pivot to the most disappointing films of the summer. What what movies have a chance to be the most disappointing? And looking through the list, I went with two Disney films for my most disappointing films of the summer. Uh, and Ben kind of got me excited for Haunted Mansion because that cast is great. Yeah. He had hyped it up a little bit yeah. for me. But Ben, we all know how Disney films can go. They can either be really surprising and or they can be a they can be a Pinocchio. So <laughs> I don't want it to be disappointing, but something in the back of my mind then is telling me the Haunted Mansion might not live up to my now, not high expectations, but now I'm I'm very excited to see it because of the cast. I like that trailer they put out, too. I thought the trailer was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just hoping for a fun time. I'm not looking for any Oscar, you know, <laughs> Oscar potential, you know, type of movie here. I just want a good time at the theater. Plus, that Ride Magic Kingdom is still so much fun. 
I love that Haunted Mansion right there at Disney World, Ben. A lot of fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of that Eddie Murphy movie either. It's okay. That cast, though, I forgot. That, that, that's a pretty good cast they had. They they assembled for that, that first um, Haunted Mansion movie. But this one's definitely more impressive. I just, I'm, like I said, I'm hoping for a good time. My other one that I think will... I really hope it doesn't let me down, but the live-action remakes have not been as steady as I want them to be in terms of, you know, con- consistent quality. Uh, Little Mermaid. Now, I have all the faith in the world in Little Mermaid to be great. The trailers have been great. I'm not the biggest Melissa McCarthy fan in the world, but she's but, kind of good as Ursula yeah. here. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm still, I, I, I still think Melissa McCarthy's best is her introduction to Bridesmaids, she is just so freaking hilarious in that movie. Uh, and she, look, she's been, she's an Oscar-nominated actress. Let's not forget that, guys. She is an Oscar-nominated actress, and she was great in the movie she was in. But I, I haven't liked the stuff she has been in lately, and I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. I just, Pinocchio, which I still haven't seen, I probably will never see. I did, you know what, I am a fan of Cruella. I am I am a massive fan of that Corolla movie with Emma Stone. And but my favorite is still Jungle Book. I think Jungle Book is is high is just the gold standard when it comes to Disney Live Action remakes. Ben and I have bonded over that film on this podcast. It's just yep. utter perfection or close to perfection. But you know, Ben, there's just there's just some rough ones in there, man. There's just there's just some rough ones in there. Dumbo comes to mind. So uh, it's just and then there's the other thing. There's the there's the there's the elephant in the room that this this Ariel's not white, she's black. And we all know what's gonna happen with that. We're already gonna have those fans are probably gonna review bomb this because of that. And I gotta tell you guys, every time I go to a movie theater where I go see a movie and they play that trailer, the response hasn't been overly enthusiastic. So I'm just curious how well this movie's actually going to do and how good this movie's actually going to be. And I hope Halle Bailey kicks ass in this movie. And I think she will. I think she's going to nail this role. And she can the girl can sing too, by the way. But then if I it's just I, if I have any reservations, it's just because of Disney's track record with live action adaptations. So those are my two in terms of disappointments. I, I had an honorable mention of strays. Well, I, I, I took it I left that off my list because I'm just not looking forward to the movie. I think the movie looks stupid. Yeah. So I, I'm just not looking forward to that. But uh yeah it's it's just Disney, my favorite company in the world. I just I, I don't know. No, no. All right, Ben, what you got? Uh, well, piggyback a little bit. We're already getting that, um, you know, Lion King live action, emotionless faces thing with seeing oh, uh, Sebastian and the uh, flounder and stuff. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, disappointment. I have a Disney film too, unfortunately, and I don't know. I'm I'm still kind of on the fence, but the the trailers haven't really impressed me that much. Don't you say it? Don't hopefully... you say it? <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's elemental. God, so you are terrible. <laughs> just because, well, the first thing is just because we always have high expectations for for Pixar. Um, and execute order sixty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the hood up too. Was good. Um, high expectations already. Um, the animation is always great. That that looks fantastic. But uh, I haven't been 
not that there's anything bad, but I haven't been blown away by the uh, teaser, I guess, and trailer we've gotten so far. Um, the director is Peter Stone, who directed The Good Dinosaur, which is my least favorite. Uh, bold, but least favorite Pixar movie um, as well. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it's already, with it being Pixar, like I said, kind of high expectations, um, but we shall we shall see. And then the 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 two you call that rod I agree with also, but I didn't have as high of expectations, I guess, <laughs> with those. Um as as I do with a Pixar film. So anyway, hoping it's good. Hoping it's good, but we shall see. We'll get more into the elemental later. Tyler. Go ahead, my friend. Uh most disappointing film. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, just want to make sure. Um, I don't know. This is kind of weird thing because I don't like to hate on a movie before it comes out. I like to give it a chance, at least be at neutral expectations. But um, if I'm going to pick a movie I'm still, like, apprehensive about, I'm sorry. It's The Flash. And it's not because of the trailer. Um, I mean, if anything... James Gunn's um, words on it and, you know, how much he's been phrasing it and the fact that it's uh, Alex Muschietti who's doing it. He did a great job with the It movies. And, um, you know, I, I I love Michael Keaton as Batman. But um, Ezra Miller really, you know, soured uh, the fun for that and it's still weird seeing two of him in that movie and me supposed to be rooting for him and uh, ready to watch it um i mean i don't know I, I don't know it could be a great movie but i don't know i when i think about it you know i'm just I'm just solely by an actor and that doesn't mean that's going to detract the movie. If anything, it should be the director and, you know, the studio relationship that would detract the movie and make it not work as well. But I don't know. It's, I'm just bummed out because of uh, the outside stuff that happened that were, that was extremely unfortunate and terrible to hear, but you know, we'll see, we'll see when we see it. All right. Well, let's move over to the next category, then, gentlemen, which is most. What's the film that's going to surprise us the most? And I have a couple here. I actually have like four that I think are, quite, you know, really could surprise us all this summer. But Tyler, I'm going to let you go ahead and start this conversation with most of the surprising films this year. Well, it's one of my um, most anticipated, and I'm glad I went back to see what was coming out because I remember it being teased a long time ago sometime last year and um i forgot what it was called i forgot who's directing it but i remembered that it was a good director had a great cast it looked great and um i'm excited for it and uh that's gran turismo uh directed by neil blomkamp and uh it looks like it has a pretty good cast. David Harbour is in it as well. Um, you know, uh, I love Ford versus Ferrari. I like Rush. 
Um, I like racing movies quite a bit. Racing is one of the things um, I've liked a lot over the recent years. And I like it when it is represented well on film, whether that's a um, big screen film or, you know, like a blockbuster like Ford versus Ferrari, or if it's um, something like a documentary like Sienna. And uh, I am very, very uh, excited for this movie because um, it feels like it could be a sleeper hit. And it does come out in August, so we'll see. Okay. Well, uh, if that's the one thing you want to talk about, Tyler, you know, we'll go back around. If you have another one you want to talk about, we'll go back. We'll come back around. But uh, Ben, I'll let you go next. Okay. That was uh, one of the ones I had as well. That's a surprise. So that's good to see more hype for it. Uh, the other one I had is a movie called Joyride. Kind of deep cut here. Uh, not one of the big ones. Um, or I also had them on my list. Blockbusters. Too. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, the IMDb thing, you know, blurb says follows four Asian American friends as they bond and discover the truth of what it means to know and love who you are while they travel through Asia in search of one of their birth mothers. So that's interesting off oh, the bat. And then it stars, uh, Stephanie Sue coming off Oscar nomination, um, Ashley Park among others. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, oh, Annie Mumolo too. Looks like it's in it. Uh, another name I recognize, but <clears throat> it's uh, already got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes with like fifteen reviews or something like that. Um, but yeah, it seems like seems like a good wholesome movie, and hopefully it's a it's a surprise hit there in the middle of uh, middle of summer. All right, well I have another comedy to talk about that's coming out just a couple of weeks before. Well, your movie comes out, and that's the new Jennifer Lawrence movie, No Hard Feelings, which looks absolutely hilarious. Uh, she plays a broke Uber driver who, uh, I guess, takes care of a, you know, a kid for the summer or whatever, and they go on you know, various shenanigans and everything. But Jennifer Lawrence has, I don't know what a renaissance been, but I've liked the last few things she has been in. I know you're not a big fan of Don't Look Up. Well, I really liked I really like what she did with uh and, and Don't Look Up. But the director of this also directed uh Good Boys, which came out in 2019, which I thought was really funny too. You know, it wasn't like a top ten film of the year or anything, but it was a good, you know, hour and a half comedy about these R-rated, you know, raunchy, you know, kind of uh what I think they were like middle school, I think, you know, kids who getting all sorts of trouble and then he also wrote bad teacher in 2011 with cameron diaz i i actually like that movie that movie was funny and then he also directed year one a movie i do not like at all so that was with um i think it's michael sarah and somebody else i think it's, it's jack black yeah it's jack black and sarah yeah i was not a fan of that movie all that much and that was when michael sarah was kind of still blowing up after super bad but this this has potential, I think, to be a really, really interesting comedy. And and one that I think, you know, like Joyride Ben can kind of can kind of win a lot of people over. I hope it has some heart to it. I hope, you know, but I also kind of hope, you know, when I think about like summer comedies, I always go back to like 22 Jump Street when I was just I, I started being my friends in that theater just cracked, just laughing our asses off at 22 Jump Street. I one of my favorite comedies, but you know. 
this right here, I hope, continues a trend of great Jennifer Lawrence movies because we, we, we've kind of she's been on the roll lately. So I, I kind of hope she continues on that trend. There's no more X Men, Jennifer. All right, no more, no more X Men for you. Tyler, I'm gonna go back to you. Do you have another film you want to talk about in terms of surprising? Um, yeah, I do. Um, it's Transformers: uh, Rise of the Beasts. Um, I would love to add it to the uh, next conversation that we'll have, which is highest grossing. But I don't know, you know, if it's the same after Michael Bay and Bumblebee, because Bumblebee didn't perform as well and that sort of thing. But that's a whole other conversation. But uh, um, Rise of the Beast, I'm excited for that. It looks good. Um. I like the director who is doing it. He did Creed 2. I thought he did a good job with it. Um, I'm just, you know, excited for a Transformers movie that actually feels like Transformers that has more than just one Transformer character in it. Um, and uh, I really like Bumblebee. And um, I love the look of it. I hope we get more of that to where there's just more of what Transformers is rather than what Michael Bay made it to be. Um, and um, I mean, it looks really cool. It looks really awesome. It looks really fun. And uh, I'm excited because I found out the other day that Peter Dinklage is going to be the villain. And Ron Perlman is uh, Optimus Primal. And uh, that's going to be cool to hear uh, Ron Perlman and Peter Cullen just going back to back uh, in scenes. So um, that that's one for me. All right, Ben. What about you? One more film you want to talk about? Uh, I guess I'll throw in Wes Anderson's new film, which I know he's a big name already and a lot of people love him, but uh, I actually haven't seen French Dispatch yet. But there's some of his movies that I don't. That's a that's a that's of a movie. Yeah, that's what yeah. I heard. Um, there's some of his that I don't absolutely love, like a lot of people. Um, but Asteroid City, his newest one, has a huge cast and some of my absolute favorite actors. So uh, I am I am excited for that one. Hopefully that one will be a lot of fun. Um, interesting story too. American Desert Town, 1955. And, mm-hmm stuff so yeah um, hopefully outrageous cast too i mean the cast right. yeah <laughs> yep um, he definitely has a certain style ben. yeah and but i i gotta say i i love moonrise kingdom ben mm-hmm. and but grand budapest hotel is just so it's so good Such a, have you seen you've seen it right yeah uh once i need to rewatch that one ah oh, that's uh I, I think that might be my favorite it's between those okay. two Mm-hmm. Uh, Moonrise and, and Grand Budapest. I'm not the biggest Olive Dog fan or Fantastic mm-hmm. Mr. Fox. I think they're both okay. But okay. Uh, I have I'm not the and I haven't seen everything. Like I still have to see Bottle Rocket and Rushmore, but I haven't seen everything. But the stuff I have seen, I okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Bottle Bottle Rocket's fun. Uh, that one's underappreciated, I think. It actually came out the year I was born, I think. I think it was ninety. 95 or 96, I can't remember. Hmm. I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, I actually thought that was going to be in your top five. It was anticipating. Yeah. yeah. It was. Uh, okay, so for me, in terms of most surprising, I have an honorable mention of Flaming Hot, the uh, Eva Longoria's directorial debut about the uh, inventing the Flaming Hot Cheeto coming straight to Hulu. And from uh, Fox Searchlight Pictures. What the <laughs> hell is happening? Like, you know, like, look, you know, I understand it's Michael Jordan, but you got to think about it. We're watching a movie about a shoe. Still a good time to the theater, Tyler. It was still and a good time. And now we're going to watch a movie about freaking Hot Cheetos. Hey, man. After watching a movie called Tetris. <laughs> I still get to see Tetris, so... Well, where we, where we, what, what's the next one? OxyClean? <laughs> hmm. I'm a little more excited myself for the Jerry Seinfeld Pop-Tart movie, but not sure when that's coming out exactly. Yeah. But Flamin' Hot does look good, or seem interesting. Yeah, it does. Seem, I mean, it premiered at South by Southwest. It got you know, decent reviews. I think it's like at a 71%, but the, all oh, of the okay. haven't been out yet. So, I mean, it's mm -hmm. South by Southwest, but... yeah. I'm, you know, Eva Longoria directing a movie. Okay, mm -hmm. let's, let's 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 see how that goes. I'm, I'm curious how that's going to go. But I mean, I love the cast they put together here, mainly because of Tony Shalhoub, who is uh, in one of my favorite shows, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So I'm I am very curious how this how this movie is going to turn out. Because Tyler, I mean, Tyler has a point. It is at the end of the day about flaming hot Cheetos. So how can I make that interesting for at least an hour and a half? So, you know, it's coming on Hulu this summer. I think it's June 9th, I think. So I'll have to wait and see. But Tyler, you had it in your most disappointing. It actually, to me, it's going to be my, my most surprising film. I think it's going to be The Flash. I have been completely turned around since that trailer. I'm with you on Ezra. I am, I am with you 100%. But, you know, and directors come out and say this all the time, right? Oh, movie's great. That movie's fantastic. Oh, I love it so much. And the studio heads say that all the time, too. Oh, it's the best thing since my child was born. You know, we, we've, we've heard that a million times. But there's something to be said where James Gunn has proven to be so far to be the most transparent of those people. And that's where, that's where I was leaning. When James, when James Gunn comes out and says it, that means I probably need to pay more attention. Okay, like I gotta take his words a little a little bit more seriously here. Like, okay, I'll I'll take you for your word, James. And also, too, when you have films premiering at CinemaCon, that that's usually a good sign. Let's go back to 2021. Shang Chi premiered at CinemaCon. Before that, though, it already had it already had its world premiere and everything. But they were doing all their little early screenings and stuff like a month before Shang Chi even came out. That's how much faith Disney had in Shang-Chi. Last year, we had films like The Black Phone, uh, you know, doing their early CinemaCon uh, screenings. And Top Gun Maverick was the big one, right? So, yeah, Top Gun Maverick showed their film at, at CinemaCon. And look how that turned out. So at the Flash premiere at CinemaCon, I, okay, James, we're going to find out in a couple of weeks. Because CinemaCon's in a couple of weeks. So we're, we're going we're gonna to know real soon how good the Flash movie really is. And we're probably all going to have to sit on social media for at least a month and a half. This is it. I, I still do not understand why you put a comic book movie, release it at CinemaCon, but release it this far out. It, I bet if it, if it was like the week Guardians was coming out, okay, that's fine. I don't like, you know, staying away from spoilers for like a week or so. We got to wait till June 16th. 
I, you know, that just doesn't, that doesn't, the leaks are going to happen. We all know what's going to happen. So I don't know. I, I just don't know. But I, I, have, I have faith in Andy Muschietti because I love what he did with both both 8-1 and in Chapter 2. Keaton's back. I love that General Zod's coming. I'm like, we're going back to the Man of Steel events, or they're going to re a retelling or a re-imagining uh, of the Man of Steel events. So I, I'm fascinated by this. I'm fascinated. <laughs> who's in this movie and who's not? If I have to find read one more thing about Gal Gadot's in it or not in it, I'm going to slap somebody. So... The Flash will be uh will be an interesting one to watch this summer. Okay. Let's move on, gentlemen, to what we think will be the highest grossing movie this summer. There's a lot to choose from. Not really there's not really a lot to choose from. I think when it comes down to it, I think there's three or four that really have a chance to take home the, the prize of highest grossing film this summer. There's there's about three or four. So, Ben, I'm going to go to you first, because I think we all had Top... No, not Top Gun. We all had Jurassic World Dominion come out last year, or come up, coming out as the champ. And we were dead wrong. Mm-hmm. So, what will it be this year? Okay, well, I didn't have an answer locked in, because like you said, I feel like it is a tight race between, <laughs> like, three or four. Um... Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to go with... Lame and hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go with Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning Part 1. Even though, now that I say it, it is a Part 1. Um, but I feel like those have... The MI films have been growing... Um, in, in, the, in the box office, without checking the numbers exactly. Uh... But getting bigger and bigger, and with Top Gun Maverick, also I think Cruz will get uh, more butts and seats. Not that he hasn't before, but kind of riding on that high a little more too. Um, and with Fallout being awesome, and I think gotten a lot of word of mouth too with that being big. Um, word of mouth helped that movie a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll go with I'll go with MI seven. All right, we'll go back around to be a runner-up. But Tyler, what's your uh, what's your main one? What do you think will win the box office this summer? Family. Interesting. You think you think Vin Diesel got a chance to come back and uh, reign the box office, huh? Yeah, I do. I mean, that could change. It could be. I mean, you know, I did just talk about how Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise, and you don't bet against him. And here I am. Against Tom Cruise, uh, I'm a hypocrite, I guess. Anyway, but um, hypocrite, hypocrite. Uh, Dang. but um, no, I think I think it could be Fast X. I mean, I know that these movies are getting wilder and wilder, but yet people are going to see them. So, uh, I I mean, the you know when Michael Bay was still making the Transformers movies, you know, as much as, you know, people were hating them or whatever. And I was one of them for sure. Uh, don't, don't, uh, don't, don't think differently. I, I, I don't like them, but, um, you know, they still made a bunch of money 
And um, I don't think these movies necessarily entertainment value is on par with those movies, but these movies definitely do uh, break the bank. And uh, I think it's a possibility. Um, I don't know. This could be a Jurassic World Dominion in a way. Uh, it could be hit or miss, but I think it can. I mean, come on. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It, it is start out in June. No, 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 no. It ends out in May. May. May, yep. And we haven't gotten a lot of marketing on it yet. So that's because they released half the movie already during the Super Bowl. So that four minute true. trailer. Well, then again, that that is a Super Bowl trailer. So I don't we'll know. Probably, I, well, I think we're gonna get one more. Go ahead and say out. Fast X. Um, but then again, it could be like a why am I why am I thinking about this now while I'm talking about it? rather than beforehand when I should have been deciding it. That's what happens on the podcast, Tyler. Dang it. All, all right. Time. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, because this is technically like a part one as well. So less of a part one than Mission Impossible is going to be, but it definitely is a part one of the end. No, 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 no. no. I'm going to say Fast X because, you know, it still has a lot of stars on it and Jason Momoa. Yeah, that's I'm going with it. I'm going with it. I'm going to go with Jason Momoa over a dinosaur about that. All right. Okay, Tyler. Just throwing hands. All right. All right. So I'm going with family too, but not your family. I'm going with the family in outer space, and I'm going with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Say what you want about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. People love the Guardians. And... They did a great job with their inclusion in Infinity War and Endgame. And I think they've done a really good job with the marketing so far. Those Both those trailers have just gotten are very emotional. And every time you're in a theater, now this happens for all Marvel movies, though. The pop, the, the pop is always big whenever, whenever that trailer plays in the theater. That's, that's what most Marvel movies, though. But this one in particular, it has that Endgame feel. Uh, this really is the end of what we've come to know from this Guardians. And it's it's definitely gonna be the most emotional movie, probably. Uh, since Endgame, I mean, well, I mean, Wakanda Forever was very emotional, but that was kind of for a different reason. Um, I I just you know with James Gunn, I think he's gonna go out on a high note here. I think this will be his highest rated MCU film. I think the Suicide Squad still holds like a some ridiculous. It's in the high nineties, right, Tyler? If I'm not mistaken, the Suicide his his Suicide Squad movie. I think it's like 97, 96% of Rotten Tomatoes, if I'm not mistaken. It's it's very high. Uh, if someone can look at that for me real quick while I'm talking. But yeah, I, I thought last year Doctor Strange Multiverse Man was going to crack a billion, and it didn't. We haven't had a billion-dollar MCU film since Spider-Man No Way Home. I think it's about time. Yeah, it's 90. Mar it's high 90s? Uh, 90 flat. Oh, no, 90, oh, you said high, you said 90 flat. Okay, got it. Thank you, Tyler. Um, I know people weren't as receptive to Ant-Man the Lost Quantum Media, but like I said, the Guardians, people love them. The Holiday Special Ben came out and was a gigantic hit. I love that Holiday Special so much. This is going to be a special movie for a lot of people. 
And I think it's going to break the bank. I think it's going to make a ton of money. I think we're going to see a very, very high opening weekend. I think we're going to see, because between that and Fast X, there's not a whole lot coming out. So I think you're going to see not a, a high drop off. But we, I have started to notice a trend since Disney Plus. And I actually saw this in a poll from one of my, from what I follow on YouTube, I think, or it was on Twitter, where it was like, you know, where are you going to watch this movie at or wherever? And it was like a very high, like 40% uh, vote of like, I'm going to wait to watch it on Disney Plus. It wasn't Guardians. It was for, it was for something else. But that has been the trend lately of because we have Disney Plus, people aren't really feeling the obligation to go see it in theaters. Now, Disney Plus is doing the right thing. Now, we've seen it now with Wakanda Forever. We've seen it with Avatar. And we're seeing it now with Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania. They are not dropping their movies immediately on Disney Plus after their theatrical runs are over. They're dropping them on digital, and they're going to drop on Disney Plus later. That's been a trend. I'm glad they're doing that. Because Ant-Man and the Lost Quantum is still playing in some theaters here in Georgia. I know, and I'm not sure what the audience turnout is for those, but there's it's still being played here. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, but I think there's one movie, one movie that could spoil everything and none of us have mentioned it yet and it depends on how good it's going to be right but it could be another top gun maverick situation but if indiana jones 5 is good this movie is going to win the box office easily that would be awesome easily <laughs> yeah I, I i if if it's as good as the trailers i make because that last trailer came out and it was great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was a fantastic Final trailer bullshit. But <laughs> look, Indiana Jones fall up a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. It did. Now, I just like shit on it because it's a bad movie. But it's not the pile of dog crap that you know we all make it out to seem to be. It's just when you have three pretty much perfect uh, first three movies, and then you kind of go to Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's, it's it's a disappointment, Ben. Mm-hmm. We, 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 let's not sugar. It's a disappointment. But this seems to be that return to form. When that, the last half of that trailer plays, Ben, there, you get that theme playing. I was getting chills. I was like, oh, man, I, I'm getting excited. Oh, yeah. I showed my mom the trailer, Ben, and she was just like, someone needs to kill this old man. How many times? Oh. Is, 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 well, look, she is not a Harrison Ford fan, but. She's just surprised that she's the one there. that brought the plane down. <laughs> I can't spoil her role in the movie, Tyler. Okay. First, <laughs> okay. First, you, your mom, and now you. How dare you? Well, who you'll you'll find it out in the making of on Disney Plus at the end of the year. Okay, you'll find out exactly what went what down. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Does she have a favorite? Action movie star because I know she doesn't like Tom Cruise either. No, she 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 likes um oh god what's the, she she's a big Denzel fan but she's he's not really action star. Huh. Well, that's probably her favorite actor either Denzel. <laughs> oh, she kind of likes Keanu Reeves, but not really like she liked that first John Wick. She doesn't like that any of any of the other other ones. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Just curious. No. Yeah, I, 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 she likes she likes Harrison Ford's like older stuff, but she hasn't liked anything he's been in. I think the last thing she really liked him was Forty Two. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, sure. 
Um, yeah, she, no, she's not really like the action. No, I take that back. Let me take that back. Every time Jason Statham is a movie in theaters, we end up going to see. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's a that's a thing. That's a thing. And she oh, speaking of Momoa, she does like Momoa too, Tyler. She does like Momoa. I'm trying to think, there is one other person. I'm forgetting. I'm I'm, I'm gonna remember it later. But I'll put you on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ben, do you think Indy Five could spoil the party this summer? Well, I wouldn't put spoil and indie in the same go. Uh, sentence, but uh, or take the rings from Marvel. Yeah, so let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah, I, I, uh, no, I certainly hope so. Um, I think the love for that original trilogy uh, would bring a lot of people in. Um, and yeah, but the the final movie and the franchise also like they're hyping it up to be. Uh, I feel like helps a lot too with getting in the theater. Um, that's the other person, Idris Elba. Oh, Idris Elba. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a big Idris Elba fan, so nice. Uh, that's a that's a good choice. Yep. Um, yeah, I just hope uh, people are you know held back by uh, his age, unfortunately. Which kind of I think earlier on was a big thing. Like, what he's going to do another one? Uh, Harrison Ford, but I, I feel like that's going away now, somewhat with the uh, the trailers, uh, especially. So. Yeah, I'd be I'd be totally happy if that was the uh, winner of the summer. Tyler, do you think Indy Five could uh, take the box office crown, or do you think it's something else? Uh, you know, I'm gonna circle back on Guardians. Um, I th- I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, because everything you said was was right about that. It is the I know you want me to keep saying that you're right, and I hate that. <laughs> no, no go ahead, like, Tyler. Go ahead. Keep on. I didn't say anything. I'm just my Coke Zero here. Go ahead. Talk. Go on. Come on. You're smiling behind that straw. <laughs> but uh, Guardians, I think, definitely can for the reason that is the last one. And um, it is starting out this season. And, um, you know, as. There, there's going to be some good ones in April. Um, there's some movies in April that are still going to come out that I'm excited for. But um, now Guardians is like the next big movie that's going to come out. And it's going to do very well. Um, I feel like it's weird that it's coming out on Cinco de Mayo. So maybe that is their pull. Who knows? Uh, I mean, if I see a group you know, uh, you know, enjoying some margaritas, that'd be hilarious. But, um, um, but I really think that movie can, because when it comes to Marvel, that was the, that is the big movie of this year. That is the most anticipated one of this year. And, um, I mean, this is the last that we're going to see of this group of guardians. And people loved it, and it was a hit when it first came out in 2014. And now that this is kind of the uh, last one, I yeah, this is probably going to potentially be one of the highest-grossing MCU movies. Potentially. But, um, yeah, I think that might beat them all out. I mean, I would love it for it to be Indiana Jones. Um, but we'll see. 
um, they just gotta, you know, keep keep up with the marketing. You know, at this point, Star uh, Star Wars Celebration did them a favor. Keep going, don't let it go. Um, Guardians already had it, so and it, you know, the anticipation's already started. So I think it's gonna be that. Right, before we move on, guys, there is one other thing that could potentially spoil everything too. I mean, by spoil, I mean yeah, this could really spoil it. And you know, Ben, I know we 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 talked about earlier with the, the bad track record. Lion King still made one point six three billion dollars worldwide. I I'm not saying Little Mermaid's going to do those numbers. But if the movie is really good, if it gets a very, very good word of mouth from early, you know, early screenings and critics, mm-hmm. you know, this could this this could be the true spoiler I think of the summer is is Little Mermaid. Because you're right, Ben. You can't really put Indian spoil in the same sentence. But I, I meant more about like you know, taking <laughs> no, I know, comic book crown. But spoil our predictions and yes, yeah. But this really could spoil the entire summer if. It turns out to be just as good as, or or better than we all think it could be. So I don't know, Ben. I'm these Disney live action remakes make money. Aladdin yeah, made yeah. over a billion dollars, and I, I yeah. like Aladdin a lot. I, I thought Aladdin was a lot of fun. It's not their best. It's not their best movie, but I thought I I had a good time with Aladdin. Uh, so I Tyler shaking his head. I that one seems more mixed than I. I, I thought people at least enjoyed Aladdin. I had a good time with it. You're, 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 look, Tyler. I don't. I don't. I, look, I'm just gonna blame it on. It's still early, and you need to go back to bed. But <laughs> like, yeah, I need to go back to bed. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Little Mermaid has that potential because it is one of those juggernauts. I guess one of the big Disney movies mm-hmm. uh, of years past, the beginning of the Renaissance, even. Um, so yeah, it does. Uh, it it does have that potential, but like you said, word of mouth kind of first reviews. I think will say a lot. Yes, that's 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 going to be the key. What will the word of mouth be? And you know, we're all going to be wrong because apparently it's probably it's probably not going to be anything we said. It's probably going to end up being Barbie, so. <laughs> which would be cool too. Yeah, that would be interesting to say the least. So. I mean, there's like we said, man. It's about three or four, maybe even five contenders out there for to take the yeah. office crown this summer. Yeah, and I find it interesting that we all have different ones. Tyler with Fast X, me with Guardians, and of course you've been with uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Uh, That's still a long freaking time, Jesus. Dead Reckoning Part One. Yeah. All right. Well, we have reached the climax of the episode, gentlemen. It is time to reveal our top five most anticipated films of the summer. What will it be? What will be our what will be our number one? If you listen to our 2022 most anticipated, you probably don't know what myself and Ben's are, but if you didn't, hey, thanks for listening for the first time or and go back and listen to that after you listen to this episode. But what will Tyler's be? I'm interested in hearing Tyler's list. Tune in next week to find out. I'm just kidding. So, Tyler, you next know how week we do. on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we do this, Tyler. We start all mentions, we go through our five through twos, and then we all wait to say number ones at the very end. So, Tyler, if you have any all mentions, go ahead and say those and then start your list with your five through two. 
So like, no, I did say that. that I had a Gran Turismo on there. I made a room for it for another movie that we've talked a little bit about. And uh, I I mean, I'm anticipating it. I'm still anticipating Gran Turismo since I already talked about it as much as I can. So I want to give room for others. Um, and um, Indiana Jones is an honorable mention too. And that is hard for me to do because I'm a huge fan of these movies. Um, I love I, I love Indiana Jones. It's just there's so many different kinds of movies coming out, and uh, I just kind of want to give other movies the chance of breath. Um, in this conversation, another honorable mention for me is Guardians because we talk about it quite a bit, and I mean it, it it's it's a duh. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Are you surprised? Because I'm not surprised. And um, I'm sure it's uh, Rod's number one. And, um, you know, potentially. So, I mean, we're going to talk about it anyway. So that is an honorable mention for me. Um, mm-hmm. Just for the sake of conversation. I'm still excited for it. Cool. I forget what the question was. We're going through the list. <laughs> We're going through honorable mentions. Right honorable now. mentions, okay. Uh, I only kind of had one honorable mention, which could be. Uh, what happened? Oh, the... No. Oh, okay. Uh, one honorable mention that could have been on the surprise list anyway. Um, and but I feel like there's a lot of word of mouth and stuff about it already. Uh, is 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 Barbie, which we've kind of built anticipation for it uh already with the posters and then the trailer and um i've seen it a lot on instagram and stuff uh even with the this is it snapchat filter or whatever with the recreating the poster but anyway yeah barbie's on there rod honorable mentions you know see when i leave it becomes chaos yeah, see, Tyler was supposed to do was honorable mentions and then say it's five through two, uh, and then you were like, see, chaos ensues, chaos. I leave for two seconds. I leave for two seconds, and then it goes to chaos. Well, you see, it's not my fault that uh, your co-host doesn't know how the show works. So I'm just yes. Well, I thought about it, and then I was I'm like, supposed well, to forget. The guess is always right. He <laughs> pulled me this out of my always, The host don't know anything. No. <laughs> All right, I'll go ahead and say my all mentions when it's my turn. So, Tyler, okay. go ahead and say your five through two. Oh, um, I'm glad you mentioned it, Darren. Uh, my brain is destroyed. Um, I'm glad you um, mentioned it, Ben, uh, because Barbie is uh, my number five. Um, I'm like, oh, man, that trailer was so good. I don't know if I would be this excited for a Barbie movie. If it wasn't for Greta Gerwig, um, it looks like it's going to be a crazy fun time. I'm here for it. Um, my number four is Elemental. I'm excited for it. Um, I think I like the teaser trailer way more than the second one. The second one just kind of felt like we're just going to let you know what this movie is about and what's going to happen. Um I like the teaser more because I feel like that is going to capture the heart of the movie. And that is more in, in line with what the movie is going to be like. 
and uh, it gives me similar vibes to Zootopia, but um, and like some of the social commentary that we have in that. But I feel like this one is going to execute it uh, more succinctly uh, with a little more nuance. And I'm interested to see how it goes. And also that animation looks so freaking beautiful. It's not just 3D. It's just like the uh, Wade with the um, water and everything. It doesn't. He doesn't look like Osmosis Jones. It looks like a literal blob of water, and it's just like constantly moving and warbling, and the reflections. It's so beautiful. And then Ember literally looks like a little painting. It's. I am so impressed with how these different elementals look. And I'm just going to say that I think while Peter Stone doesn't have the greatest track record up to this point as a director, this could be the one where he, this is the closest to his heart and he just nails it. Uh, then three, of course, is Across the Spider-Verse. Um, I, you know what, I, I know who's number one this is. So I take back what I said earlier about Guardians about being Rod's favorite, so we'll see. Um, but um, Across the Spider-Verse, I mean, duh. great trailers all around. Uh, great first movie. This is going to be great. Uh, it's Spider-Man, and it's going to shove as much Spider-Man in your face that you can handle. Um, and then my number two is Blue Beetle. Because um, uh trailer is good. And uh, I'm excited for this. And Blue Beetle has been a character close to my heart for over a decade now. And he's one of my favorite DC characters. And uh, this movie really feels like it's going to be uh, the surprise. One of the surprises of the year, too. Um, I know I said Gran Turismo, and it definitely can. But I feel like Blue Beetle can as well. Um, it looks like it's just going to be a really good, wholesome movie. And uh, one of my favorite things about Ms. Marvel, which I think was a surprise from MCU for me last year. And the most, the greatest part of it was the family and everybody else in that movie. And I feel like this movie could also make me care about not just the main character, but everybody else around him. And it looks like they're going to be a huge part his journey as well so i like that i'm excited for that and uh yeah that's up to number two that's my most anticipated all right tell you think you know me so well <laughs> but it's not my turn yet it's Wait ben's turn watch me be right you could be right you could be wrong i don't know I'm just going to sit back here and continue drinking this never-ending Coke Zero. Go oh. <laughs> on, Benz. Uh, well, another contender for Rod's top spot is my number five here. It's Oppenheimer. Um, stacked cast, Christopher Nolan. We've talked about it before. Once or twice, I think. Um, about every week, actually, when they're announcing the cast. But anyway, Oppenheimer, very excited. Uh talking to people at work about it this week too uh was was fun about what we think uh story exactly will be um or how it will play out and everything 
So yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, number four, Across the Spider-Verse. You talked about it, Tyler. Um, awesome first movie. Great trailers we've seen. Uh, this latest one gave more of the story, which looks really cool uh, and emotional as well. Uh, and throwing every Spider-Man we can handle at our face. I like that. That's a good quote. <laughs> uh, number three is where I have Guardians Volume 3. Uh, I think since we last talked, the latest uh teaser trailer posters and soundtrack has been released so very excited um for all that coming out getting me even more hyped and yeah excited for uh well excited to see them all back together and then uh, highly anticipating the um emotional (laughs) side to that as well there's been a lot of posters featuring just rocket so we will see what that means. Uh, and then number two, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part One. Um, the the cast they've added a lot, or uh, from from the previous movies, um, a lot of new people that we've talked about before, and just adding on to um, all the action and stuff. Excited to see what Tom Cruise has and team have come up with with this one um stunt wise and story wise and uh i watched again recently because anna hadn't seen it the kind of behind the scenes thing of that cliff jump that he does cruise does on the on the motorcycle and uh got me all excited all over again because that was incredible so yeah that's my five through two yeah, I feel we'll be seeing the trailer here in the next couple of weeks because it's been a, about a year since we've seen the last trailer. A year, um, wow! Yeah, mm-hmm. it came out around the time Top Gun Maverick came out, so it's it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. And the movie comes out in a few months, so we're probably gonna. I I got a feeling, if not Guardians, and probably by Fast X, we're gonna get another trailer for for Mission Impossible. You know, giving us a little bit more of the story and everything. But I, I kind of like how they're keeping a lot of things close to the vest with this one, not really giving us a lot of details. And, why, and it, it's still early. It's only April. But the less I know about a Mission Impossible movie, the better. Um, I like kind of going in really, really blind with these movies. So, Tyler, you think you know me so well, huh? think you know me oh so well. Let's see how well you know me, Tyler, because we've known each other for a while now. Let's Let's see how well you know me. Because my number one is actually flaming hot. I'm just kidding. It's not. But going to my honorable mentions. First, we have "You Hurt My Feelings" with Julie Louise Dreyfus. It is a new film from A24. Looks like a really good character study for for Julie Louise Dreyfus. Something she can really sink her teeth into. Um, I love that trailer. Kind of went under the radar, and it's kind of it's not. I'm going to say A24 is most like for you know just kind of forgotten about film, but. They've got a lot coming out over the next couple months with Boas Afraid, and then we've got, um, oh, what's the one? Past Lives coming out at the beginning of June. So there's a couple of good A24 films on the radar this summer, and I, I'm really looking forward to this one. Indy 5 is also in my honorable mentions as well. I am. I, I started out only being excited for this movie because James Bangle was coming in. When then we got that first trailer, I was like, okay, all right, got me on board. Then that poster came out the other day, and I was like, "Well, hot damn! That really got me going." That's a, it's it's still the floating heads, but it's like a different feel. It's it's just a different vibe with that poster. I like that, brings, that old school feel with it. Yep, 
That's what I was going to say. Retro kind of drawing. And then my number one is Guard, or my number one honorable mention is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Looking forward to this movie. You thought you knew me, Tyler. You thought Guardians was going to be in my top five. (laughs) You were mistaken. He probably just changed it right now, just despite me. I probably, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Who knows, Tyler? Who knows? No, it was always going to be my honorable mentions. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not. Guardians 2 was disappointing for me because I love that first film. I found the second one to be a little too comedic. However, the holiday special, what they did with Rocket and Endgame, and also in an Infinity War with Rocket and Group and Thor, and you know they're about five seconds of fame and Thor, Love, and Thunder. But really, that holiday special, I'm like, yes, I'm I'm getting back in that Guardians feel. I'm just not in love with the Guardians. You know, some people, you know, kind of make the comparison. Which team like we are Guardians or Avengers? I'm always Team Avengers all day, every day. But, you know, Guardians holds a special place in people's hearts. And it, it does for me, but I'm just not, like, up there, there with the Guardians. But I'm very much looking forward to seeing what James Gunn does, does for his swan song with Guardians 3. All right, number five, we have Elemental. Ben, you are wrong, and I can't wait to prove you wrong about Elemental because this movie is going to be great. If any movie has a chance to be the the best animated film of the year and knock off Across the Spider-Verse, it is this film right here, Elemental. This could be... Boy, what was the last best film they've had? It's been a while that they've had a really good film, Pixar has. Toy Story 4, I think, was the last one I really loved from, from them. That's I, I wasn't a fan of what uh, well, I liked Lightyear, but I wasn't in love with it. I did not like Turning Red. What was Turning Red? I would argue uh, Soul. Oh, thank you, Tyler. That's the I'm, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Soul was really, really good, but I didn't love it as much as I love Toy Story 4. But I do, I still really, really, I, I thank you for mentioning Soul because I, I did really like that movie a lot. But I love kind of what you, meant, how you mentioned it. It's utopia feel. It has that utopia feel, but with you know the elements of the earth. And I just love a good love story. And this this could be a really sweet film. So I'm I, I'm digging it. And we have to remember too, Pixar is not the king of making great trailers. Most of the time, their trailers are pretty bad or just kind of subpar, um, in my opinion. But they always win you over when the actual film comes out when it matters the most. So I, I'm holding out. I've got all the faith in the world that Pixar is going to deliver a banger of a film. My only problem is they're releasing this the same weekend as The Flash, and they're not moving. So this is going to... this. I, I, I think they need to release this a couple of days early just to kind of get ahead of the Flash hype. So release it like on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or something, or release it a week before. I don't know. Do something different. Do not release this the same weekend as The Flash. I think that's a mistake. But we'll have to wait and see what they do with that. Because I think also... This is a, until Ezra Miller does another thing, and it's like, whoops. <laughs> well, this is also very reminiscent of, I think it was 2015, when Jurassic World and Inside Out came out on the same weekend. No, Inside Out came out. It was Jurassic World's second weekend in theaters, I believe. I think that's what it was. But still, <laughs> it was a really interesting weekend. They both but they both benefited. They both made lots of money. Um, and I guess it's good counter-programming, I guess, you know, take them for the kids to see if you don't want to, you know, take your kids to see an Ezra Miller movie, I guess. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see that with, with that. But I'm looking forward to Element. Number four, the real 
movie about family. It's coming out that week, and that's Fast X. I am a big fan of this franchise, always have been. And, you know, I know Fast 9 kind of turned a lot of people off from this franchise. I still had fun with it. It's Is it a good movie? No. It's not a good movie. But I got out of it what I wanted, which was dumb, ridiculous fun. And what I've always been saying when we talk, we talk about Fast and Furious, the characters are what makes these movies for me. I, I always feel like I'm, I'm a part of their family whenever I watch these movies. They always have great chemistry with one another. The action's always entertaining. And this looks to be the most grounded since Fast and Furious 6, which is saying something because Fast 7 wasn't as grounded. And Fast 8 was, I don't even know what Fast 8 was. And Fast 9, we went into space. We went to space with Fast 9. So I'm, I'm curious what the story is going to be here. I'm, I'm very intrigued by its awesome ensemble cast, which includes Ben's favorite, Brie Larson. And I'm excited for Jason Momoa, who I think has potential to be the best villain in the franchise. It could have been Charlize Theron, but we keep having her behind a Best Buy computer. So I don't know. I really don't know what, what, what we're doing with that. At least she's getting a fight scene this time, Ben, in this movie. I don't know how long it's going to last. Shit, it might be like two, 20 seconds, but at least she's getting a fight scene. Well, apparently there was no director on set that day. So hopefully yeah. it's a good long scene. <laughs> he came back. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't have a Charlie's fighting. What's I, this? Yeah, that was a weird statement. But they never said there wasn't an editor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Get this woman a BlackBerry. I need her on a phone. I don't need her fighting. Get her a phone. Get her a laptop. I don't. I need her typing random things. I don't need her throwing hands with Michelle Rodriguez. How dare you? So, at least Brie Larson's gonna be fighting though, Ben. I'm excited about that. She'll be throwing hands. And she's playing Kurt Russell's daughter, too, Mr. Nobody's daughter. Yeah. So we have Mrs. Nobody Jr. This, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. This will be a lot of fun. Yep. Number three. Tyler was also your number three, and that's Across the Spider-Verse. That trailer was excellent. But Ben, like we said last week, that better be the last one. Yeah. But we all know it won't be. Sony's going to come out probably a couple weeks. And now an exclusive look at the post-credit scene for Across the Spider-Verse. It's happening. It's gonna happen. I'm already I'm already banking on it. Tyler, 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 don't shake your head. Just accept it. Just accept it. It's happening. Sony's gonna do it. They did it with they Tyler. They did it with into the Spider-Verse. They're going to do it again. They literally released the ending of the movie the week uh like a couple of days before the movie actually came out. So I mean I I don't remember that, so that didn't happen. <laughs> Sony didn't do it. I got your back, Sony. Anyway, but yeah, I I love the dynamic between Peter and Gwen. I like how they're going to get more screen time together. I'm very curious who who because it's 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 kind of mentioned here that you know Miles has to either you know save gets to either save one person or save the multiverse. <laughs> no way home. But um, I'm curious if it's going to be his dad or if it's going to be somebody else. Because the trailer implied that it's going to be probably it's probably going to be his dad. I don't think it's going to be his dad. I think there's another character at play here of the life he has to go and save. I'm not sure who it is, and I also think the villain spot might have more to do in this movie than we might think, mm-hmm. um, as well. So I'm, I'm very I'm very curious about that. Uh, I also love that moment in the trailer, Ben, at the very very end, and then he died, and, or, or he was crying about Uncle Ben, and he's like, "Let me guess, he died." Yeah. I don't know. I found that really funny. 
So I uh, yeah, across Spider Verse, love it, and the animation style guys too. I just I mean it just gets more beautiful every time you look at it. So I'm, I'm excited to see the final product. And number two was Ben's number two, and this is the franchise that is just so goddamn good. It's so it's just every time we got a new movie come out, I want to get up and Tom Cruise run myself to the theater. And that's Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. God, they really did fix that title. I am... Uh-oh, what happened, Tyler? Did you did you realize what my number one is now? No, I just realized, I just forgot about a movie that's coming out in the summer, and now it's immediately my number one. Uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Ben, you mentioned the, the cast. I love this cast they put together. Haley Atwell's going to be in this. I am so excited. I am so excited to see you. What uh, what she does in this film? I'm mm-hmm. curious too if they have they have like a little uh little love triangle going here between him and and, and Elsa. That that would be I'm curious. Maybe, but I'm also calling it that Luther's gonna die in this movie. I'm calling it right now. I think it's gonna happen. I don't want it to happen, but I think Luther's gonna bite the bullet here. Uh, but we'll see when that next trailer comes out. You know, hopefully gives us more clues about the story and everything. But. You know, yeah, we come for a Tom Cruise ridiculousness, the running, the, the constant running, the uh, you know, death defying stunts he's always doing. The motorcycle thing you were talking about, Ben. I remember seeing Avatar and they released that whole featurette in IMAX, do that whole behind the scenes thing, and it's it's something, it's it's something. And don't forget when uh, they were saying, Hey, hope you're excited to see uh, Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning Part One as we're flying in biplanes. Yes, I remember that. Yep, that that's right. Beat up, and then even the director's like, "Yeah, man, get ready!" And I'm just like, "What the heck is this?" I'm, I just, I continue to be amazed at what Tom Cruise will do for a movie. I love it, but I, you know, I just take care of yourself, man. Seriously, just take care of yourself. But I'm just curious, Ben, like. I, because it is a part one. Are we going to end on a cliffhanger? Or is this one of those Infinity War Endgame things where it's not really a part one, you know, it's a full story, and then the part two is just got a continuation of that story. I'm, I'm curious. But Christopher McQuarrie has really taken this franchise over with Rogue Nation, which, which was great. Fallout, which I think is one of the greatest action movies of all time. What what do we have in store here? What does he have left in the tank with these last two films? Because this is this is supposed to be the end of Ethan Hunt's journey. So I'm very well, he, uh, he also wrote Top Gun Maverick. He did write Top Gun Maverick. Thank you, Tyler. So, where are we going here? What, what's what's the end here? Are we seeing the em- end of the? Are we seeing the end of, of of Ethan here? Are we seeing the end of the IMF agency as we know it? It's time, guys, to reveal what our number one most anticipated film of the year is. Or I'm sorry, of the year of the summer. Tyler, since you're in a violent mood this morning, I'm going to let you go ahead and let you go first here and. Uh, Let's you say your number one so you don't come in North Carolina and Atlanta and kill us both. So go ahead. Mother, mother, I crave violence. No, I'm joking. Sorry. All right. Um, uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. Anyway. Um, <laughs> the mornings are not too kind to tell me back in, apparently. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I did have Dead Reckoning as my number one because I love the franchise and I'm very excited for it. I forgot this movie uh, had a trailer very recently, and it just popped in my head recently, and I was like, ooh, 
when's that come out? I can't remember. Isn't it summer? And then I looked, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's coming. I'm excited. And this is, and I changed what I said before. This is going to be the surprise movie of the year. And I am ready for it. Team and T. What is uh, TNT Mutant Mayhem? No, like seriously, that trailer was so freaking awesome. It was so awesome, and, and uh, the Casper the Turtles which just felt like so natural. Um, and there weren't like dudes in their twenties who were like, "Yeah, man, we're a bunch of teenagers." Like it was like actual kids, actual teenagers having fun. You could tell they were just. You know, having the time of their life, uh, you know, in the studio. And, like, they showed a little bit, too, of um, uh, when uh, they initially sent out the trailer of those kids acting. And it was, like, really cool, really fun. Not to mention, there's a lot of interesting um, casting choices of a bunch of mutants are going to be in it. Um, and uh, I am so excited. It's going to be a huge, fun ride. Um, and the animation looks akin to the Spider-Verse kind of style. And I think this could potentially, now that I've seen the trailer, be the best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie ever made. And I love the 90s movie. I love that 90s film. So I am so excited for it. And uh, I have three animated movies on this list, and I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Well, Jeremy Renner cares, and he wants your apology. Well, he got his own documentary, so he's fine. <laughs> he's got <laughs> his pod studios, you know, you know, a little documentary. I give up with you, Ty. I give up with you today. Well, I, what I will say about TMNT Mutant Mayhem, the trailer surprised me. I am very, very surprised. I even messaged you, Tyler. Like, okay, you got me. I'm, I'm, I'm on board because I, I, I just like the vibes. I, I like you, like y'all. I'm a fan of what they're doing with the cast. Actually, having kids or teenagers voicing mm -hmm. the turtles. So I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm not saying it's gonna be my favorite movie this summer, but I, I think it could, it could be a surprise hit. It could definitely be a surprise hit that could start off a franchise. So we go to you next, Ben, because you also have a franchise, some of your own, as your number one. Well, how did you know? I just had a feeling. Oh my gosh! So. Yeah, that's true. So I won't spend too long on it. Uh, it's still Indiana oh. Jones: The Dial of Destiny. So uh, when I was a child, no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> Don't you start. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> when I was a little boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm uh, super excited for this. Uh, talked about it a lot already. Uh, so much the the new poster, like you were saying, is calling back to those old, you know, drawing looking posters. Uh, looks awesome. The latest trailer, like you were saying, looks awesome as well. The theme song and all the adventure explosions and everything. Um, uh, Sympathy for the Devil, which is probably my favorite Rolling Stones song, is featured in it too, and integrated in with the the music was really cool. Um, one of the comments on YouTube I saw was like, ah, "I see what you did there, Rolling Stones, the Boulder and Raiders of the Lost Ark, funny." 
uh, little meta joke, if that was intended. But anyway, yeah, super excited for this. Um, I still remember too the that little TV spot at the Super Bowl when they confirmed that Marion was coming back, and I was like, oh, sweet, because uh, I didn't know if that was confirmed before or not. So, yeah, and then Sala, of course. Anyway, yeah, very very excited. My number one. This trailer also confirmed there's going to be some sort of time. I don't know if they're actually going to be doing time travel, but there is definitely some time traveling stuff involved, it looks like here. Yeah. So, Which can be iffy, but we'll we'll see. Time Machine going to be the fridge from Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> I, have to... I like how uh, you started out like uh, that one scene in Monty Python where there's that prince who's... Uh, Always trying to start a musical. It's just like, well, let me tell you. He's going to tell us. He's going <laughs> to. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, Tyler, you could not guess what my number one was. Shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. You get one guess. You get one more guess on what my number one could be. It could be a movie we've already talked about already. I don't know. That's right. You don't know. You thought you knew me, and you don't. No, I don't. Get back in the lab, kid. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. That's right. Put the hood back on. Drink out of your furnace, whatever it is. That's right. Put your hood on. Stay there. That's right. But, ladies and gentlemen, for our number one, it's a movie that, Ben, I have been. Looking forward to it. We've been talking about this movie for a couple of years now. It feels like uh, since it was announced and the cast just kept growing and growing and growing. I'm, I don't even think the cast list is complete yet. I don't even think it's complete yet. I still think there's more people. Where's Michael Caine? Where the hell is he, Ben? Michael Caine. Ah, there it is. There's basic. The Michael Caine. Basic, basic. No, I'm sorry. That's right. I am a basic bitch. I don't give a rat's ass. This movie is going to be incredible. What movie can I be talking about, Ben? There's only... He took himself out. He knows what's coming. I'm back, man. Ben's backing up. Because, Tyler, y'all ain't ready. Y'all are not ready. Oppenheimer! Let's fucking go, ladies and gentlemen. This movie's going to be incredible. I'm done. But yes, Oppenheimer will be or is my number one most anticipated film this summer. It started out with just Nolan, right, Ben? Christopher Nolan, the making the atomic bomb. I mean, that that sounds incredible. But then they did something bad, and they announced it both on the same day, I think, or a couple days apart. My man, RDJ, coming back. Coming back, coming back, not doing do little anymore. He's coming back doing cinema, real Older art. Put your hood back on. Stay there. Damn it. <laughs> but then, then, came the big kahuna. Josh Peck. That's right, Josh Peck. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm talking about the one and only, the queen, Emily motherfucking Blunt, coming in. Join a Christopher Nolan movie, but Ben, it's not just those two, but those just two artists, my favorite, you know, actors and actresses of all time. But we've also got Florence Pugh, 
Killian Murphy, like you said, Josh Peck. Uh, I think uh, what's his name? Alden Ehrenreich's in this movie. Uh, I, shit, I wish I bet I wish I could name this entire cast, but I can't. If it's it's almost like Ben, if you're not in this movie, then you're kind of out of a job. Because what are you doing if you're not an Oppenheimer? <laughs> Killian Murphy, Emily Blunt. Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Rami Malek. Holy shit, I forgot he was in this. Rami Malek, Florence Pugh, Benny Safdie, Josh Hartnett, Kenneth freaking Brana. Ben, this cast is just stupid. Jack Quaid, David Dasmachian, Jason Clark, Alex Wolf. Okay. Tony Goldwyn. I mean, mean, it's just Gary Oldman, who's going to be playing uh, Harry Truman. This cast is ridiculous. I'm looking forward to it. It's Nolan's actual first three-hour epic, which I'm looking forward to. It's going up against Barbie. The war of all wars is going down that weekend. Christopher Nolan's atomic bomb versus little old Barbie. Who's winning the weekend? Is that how they go into the human world? She gets nuked out of Barbie world? (laughs) It's all connected, Tyler. It's all connected. But yes, Oppenheimer is my number one most anticipated film of the summer. I'm looking forward to it. Look, Tyler, I mean, look, call me basic if you want to. Anytime no one's name it comes across anything, I'm going to be excited. It's probably going to be my number one, at least number two. You know, That's what? just me. You know what, Rod? You know, I'll give you credit with Oppenheimer um, is that uh, he's done something that uh, even Wes Anderson could do, and that's... Um, Blow something up. Literally. No, really uh hiring the most white people I've ever seen in the cast. You know what? I didn't think about that. <laughs> Damn. I didn't think about that. This is a God damn. Damn. Okay. All right. So Guess what? It's someone number one most anticipated film of the summer. Go, white people, go. Shit, go make a movie. <laughs> this movie's going to be great. Ben cut that go, white people, go part. But anyway, it's this okay. going to be great. It's going to be a great film. It's going to be a great experience. I'm just curious uh, what the uh, what the turnout's going to be that weekend for Oppenheimer versus Barbie. I'm just I'm, I'm very curious the, the, the kind of audiences you'll see in that movie versus the audiences you'll see in Barbie. And will this movie have legs? Because it is going to be three hours. Will people come back and watch it next weekend? If they only if they only you know go see one movie that weekend, it'll probably end up being Barbie. Who knows? But Oppenheimer. Looking forward to it. So Tyler, thank you so much for coming on the show, joining us today. Uh if you can reveal your top five to people one more time and then uh tell us where people can find you online. Will do. So, um, my number five was Barbie. Number four, Elemental. Number three was Across the Spider-Verse. Number two was Blue Beetle. And my number one is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Becca Outlook. And um, letterbox says uh, Tyler Beckett, same logo as you'll find in Instagram. So you can go to him for the Jerry Renner hate mail. That's all him. That's all him. Hey, you know, 
I rewatched Hawkeye, and uh, he could have saved Nat. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, Jesus. I'm joking. <sighs> I'm joking. I'm glad he's okay. Your time is dwindling on the show. But anyway, Ben, where can people find us online? And what's your top five? Moving swiftly along. My top five, Oppenheimer, four across the Spider-Verse, uh, three Guardians of the Galaxy, volume three, two Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, part one, and number one, Anita yeah. Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yeah, yeah. long titles. Some huh? long titles this summer, yeah. Uh, what, what's your top five? And then I'll give uh, where they can find us. Well, I'm glad you asked. Cool. So you can find us on <laughs> <laughs> number five, Elemental. Number four, Fast X. Number three, Across the Spider Verse. Number two, this is how you do it, Ben. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. And number one, Christopher Nolan's magnum opus, Oppenheimer. Yes, indeed. You can find us on Instagram at the Infinity Film Podcast. You can email us with your most anticipated for the summer. What are your thoughts on? Uh, elemental and others email us at rb.theinfinityfilmpodcast at gmail.com that's rb like rod ben.theinfinityfilmpodcast at gmail.com ladies and gentlemen it's been a pleasure talking with you all about the summer movie season it's gonna be a great summer whether it's indie guardians uh fast and furious Little Mermaid, Christopher Nolan, Barbie, Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, we've got a vast variety of great stuff coming out this summer. But let's not forget the real thing, the real piece of content coming out this summer, the only one that really matters. Secret Invasion, June 21st. Don't miss it. It's going to be the greatest thing since the creation of life. So just get ready. It's going to be epic. It's going to be fantastic. So next week, ladies and gentlemen, Ben and I will be dissecting the career of Mr. Benjamin Affleck. Should be a fun one. Should be a good one. It's going to be jam-packed. It's probably going to be about the length of Jake Gyllenhaal's episode that we did back in January. Should be a lot of fun. And then... Uh, I can't wait for the Dunkin' Donuts movie. (laughs) Tyler, that was going to be announced officially on our podcast. God damn it. And then uh, we've got some MCU stuff coming up right after that for the next couple of weeks. So more on that on next week's episode, though. So, guys, thanks so much for listening. I'm going to go now because I have to use the bathroom. And until next time, see you later. Bye. You got it, buddy. You got it. There's the record button. We're almost there. There you go. Or why do I have to hit?